Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You're about to arrive to the right place. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Ellen and Aaron Sportsbook Are you ready for it? Now, here is Ellen and Aaron. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Really delighted to have you listening in tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you guys. And definitely thank you for making it through the week. It is now July 23rd, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. Going to give you a great show tonight. Like always, we always do our very best on the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show to entertain you, give you a wonderful show. I did want to let you know that my co-host, Aaron, is on vacation. He will not be here today, but the show continues to go on. You got Alan here tonight. Feel free to hop in, jump in any time, and give me a call in at 516-418-5572. Get us 516-418-5572. Going to have a great show for you tonight. And we're going to go ahead and start with uh, the NBA. We're going to start with the NBA Finals. It is now complete. I'm sure you've heard. The Bucks came all the way back down 0-2 to win the next four straight to win the series. So this goes to show you just how fast things can change in life. The Sunday 4 guy is pretty much now an afterthought because Unfortunately, the Suns did not close out the deal, and it's truly unfortunate for CP3. Got very close, and I like to say something positive that you know at least he got to the finals in two games. But unfortunately, when you're 36 in your NBA, it is not easy to get back here. And unfortunately, I just you know I don't want him to be one of like a Charles Barkley. Type where you're a great player but never got a ring, never wish out of anyone, but definitely uh, they had a golden opportunity and they let it slip. I felt as if things were in trouble when we talked on the show last time just because of the fact that they let they lost two straight games. And then uh, just knowing from experience for my Yankees, when you let a team kind of get back in the door and get some momentum and heat, that's when problems could start for you to go ahead and lose a series. And uh, LeBron James, we're going to talk a little bit more about him a bit later. But one thing he did say is that you don't want to give your other opponent confidence. And the reason why you don't want to do that is because as they got, gain confidence, unfortunately, you kind of find yourself with your backpedal as you lose confidence. So the Suns did let the Bucks back in the door when they tied the series. I felt the series shifted at that point. So it did not surprise me, at least, that once they lost the next game, they were going to lose the, the game six. So congratulations to Giannis. I mean, he did a fantastic job. Got the MVP. Great guy. And the Bucks, you did not expect them to come out winning the series. They, they definitely were not the favorites. So you got to give them a lot of credit, a lot of respect, a lot of admiration. Congratulations to the Bucks. Yeah. 
This goes to show you sports things are not over till they over. Yogi Berra, may he rest in peace. You know, it's not over. You know, I'm not gonna say <laughs> it's not over till it's over. You know, so that's some things you can learn by in life that you got to close out the series because it's not over till it's over. The Suns were looking untouchable in the first two games. They figured themselves out. They were getting criticized pretty badly with the coaching. And I know Kenny Perkins was pretty critical of the coach and the team, saying that the team was the dumbest team in the NBA. Lo and behold, they flipped the switch and ended up winning the final. So, you know, sometimes it, it's not always going to turn out the way you expect it. I predicted the Suns to win the series, and unfortunately did not. But, hey, got to give loads of credit to the Bucks to pull that series off. Congratulations to them one more time. Yeah, so they closed that series out, and they did a great job. And I did want to say about LeBron James, you know, he, he, you almost can't talk about the NBA without bringing out LeBron James, but this is for some very good reasons. Space Jam 2 was released, and it's out, and LeBron James was a star. Got to give him credit for having a Space Jam movie. And here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, whether you're a fan of a player or not, we try to be neutral and tell you when we give people props. LeBron has actually got Space Jam 2 that's out. We and the family did watch the movie. And I got to tell you, you know what? The, the movie is actually very good. That's my opinion on it. it. And I know a lot of people were critical of it. And it is very different than the first, first version, very different in a lot of ways. They're almost the only thing that's parallel really is the fact that you had Bugs Bunny and the crew, and this movie you had LeBron James and the crew. So, and you had a basketball superstar in both. But really, where all the comparisons really lie at, and I thought the movie was very entertaining. It, it felt like a longer movie than Space Jam One, but you know they did a very good job considering you were up against a movie that was done over 25 years ago. A lot of people remember have positive feelings about it and it was different. And I thought LeBron James actually did a pretty good job acting. I mean, you know, he did, he did for him being an NBA player. He did, he did a very good job. So the kids loved it. One of the things I did notice about the criticism is that a lot of times adults, they want to compare the kids movies Ultimately, this is a kid movie. Space Jam 1 was designed for kids. Space Jam 2 was designed for kids. So you have to keep that in mind. I thought the movie actually was very good. And you know what? I would actually, I hate to say it, but I would actually rate it higher than Space Jam 1. And I, I would. And I know I say it a lot, and I know Space Jam 1 was very good. I just thought that this movie was the story of it and you have to go watch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. I thought it was, it was entertaining. kept me engaged. You know, it, it, it was different. One thing that I would say, I'm not going to spoil the movie for you, but I will say that if the movie's been out now, what, a week, I will say Warner Brothers did pat themselves a little bit too much in the back 
by bringing in all of the characters that they have in their entire repertoire. Yes, there was a lot of people I forgot was part of the Warner Brothers crew, but I thought that was a little bit unnecessary and a little bit of showboating. And I don't know if they were just doing it to, to pat something back or give each, each of the characters a plug, but I did notice that, and I just thought that wasn't cool. But that, again, is not LeBron's fault. He's not the director of the movie. He just going along with the script. I still enjoyed the movie. I just thought, hey, man, you didn't have to plug every single character that you've ever had in Warner Brothers in a movie. But that's that's my only thought. Outside of that, it's a very good movie. I got to give LeBron James a lot of credit. And you know what? LeBron James is going to get another round of applause right now. And the reason why he's getting a second round of applause is because it was said during the week that LeBron James, check this out, folks, had surpassed a billion dollars in earnings, and he's still an active player, the first player to have done that in the NBA, surpassed a billion dollars in earnings, and still an active player. That is outstanding. I mean, that is just unheard of. Love him or loathe him, this guy is a money-making machine. You know what? I think a lot of people, I try to delve into this and why people hate on LeBron. In fact, we have a call in line right now. Let me bring him on. Welcome to the Island and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. How you doing? Hey, fellas. How are you? I'm doing great. How you doing so far tonight, Lou? All right, yeah. Long time to see. Right. I'm glad to hear from you. Yeah, I know. I've had a couple of problems over the past couple of weeks, but I'm I'm good now. Oh, I'm glad to hear you doing fine. I was a little worried. Well, don't don't forget. I'm also uh, I also got tied up with uh, other, well, commitments. Yeah, so I know you're a busy man, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that yeah. you're, you're here and everything's all right. How things with you and the family? Yeah, um, family family's doing is doing well. For the most oh, part, but uh, we're all we're all okay. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So yeah, did you get a chance to watch uh, Space Jam Two? No, unfortunately, I haven't been able to get access to HBO Max for one reason or another. But then again, I don't think you compare Space Jam Two to the uh, the new Space Jam to the old Space Jam. It, it doesn't, you know, I don't think there's any comparison whatsoever. You know, you're right. I mean, they are very different movies. You know, I know people try to get very critical of LeBron, but I watched the movie with the kids, and you know what? I thought it was a very good movie. I I didn't have any problems with it. The kids loved it. They wanted to watch it again, just like they wanted to watch Space Jam the first time they saw it again. So it is very different, but I like what somebody did say, that you have to remember it's still a kid's movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's still a movie designed for kids. But what did you think about the, you know, the Bucks going ahead and winning that series? I was actually shocked, to be honest with you. I really I thought know. the Bucks were going to, I mean, the uh, the Thunder were going to take it. I mean, okay, maybe I thought maybe a sweep might have been a little bit, uh, been a bit too much. I thought, you know, from the first two games that, you know, the Suns had, because, you know, the Bucks were coming off a lot of injuries, and, you know, how good can you be if you're going to be, you know, playing a bunch of injured players? But, um, well, game three, it all changed, and 
they came away with the upset. Yeah. And the Greek free food away from What do you think is the blame of this? I don't think there's anything to blame. I mean, uh, the Bucks just found a way to win. I don't think you can put a blame. I don't think you can put a blame on anybody, really. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. It was really. I was surprised too. I really thought Chris Paul was going to get his ring. He was looking so good. The team was looking so good, being up two zero. The Bucks were yes. lost. They looked very lost in the series, and then all of a sudden. Well, I think the problem was he couldn't rely on Uncle Cliff. Oh, boy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That was a problem. Had to rely on Uncle Cliff, but couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised, too. I thought thought the Suns had a very, very good opportunity to get a ring, and unfortunately, they didn't get the top done. Because if anybody deserved it, you know, it was Chris Paul. Yeah, it was. It was definitely Chris Paul. He's been in the league a long time. He's done great. I, I really thought it was his time. I thought he was lined up for him to get it. He had LeBron even there supporting him. I thought there was no way he was going to lose the series. But to lose it the way he did, where they didn't even win another game, I, I would, that was kind of shocking. What you thinking about them not winning a game after 2-0? I thought for sure when they came back home, they were gonna, you know, take a, take that game. We were having game seven. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Just uh, to at least okay, win. Okay, I feel pretty game. stupid now. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I picked the Suns to win that series. I was so shocked that huh. they just won four straight. Yeah. But yeah, did not go as planned. No, not at all. Didn't go as planned. And definitely, you know, definitely didn't go the way I I predicted it. Do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be back with the Packers uh, this year? Unless he gets a job at Jeopardy, yes. Oh, wow. Okay, so you think no matter matter what, he's coming back. Well, yes, yes. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, I'm glad you said that because I, I was thinking the opposite. I didn't think he was going to come back, you know, especially being that they offered him some of what they say, allegedly some big, big money to come back. Is he a fool not to? I agree with you. I, I, I don't think he has as many chances to in the NBA, uh, NFL as he thinks he should. I think if he wants to win a ring, his best bet is where he's at right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Green Bay's got a very good team. They just need, in my opinion, to add a couple of pieces. Another, you know, great wide receiver. And maybe another safety, perhaps. And then, you know what? They're going to be right there. Yeah, so definitely some big things. You know, what's what's going to be coming up on your show tomorrow? Well, we will discuss um, the NBA Finals, but maybe not right away because I'm waiting for a guest to come on later, so I want to get her input. Uh, we'll cover the Olympics with the opening ceremony. Uh, the, the 
NHL and, NBA and uh, MLB draft is going on. Um, we'll also uh, recap the ESPYs. I wanted to do that a few weeks ago, but time wouldn't allow me because I had to cut my uh, uh, show short the last couple of weeks due to technical problems. But I got that cleared up, so I'm going to take a look at that. So we got a big we got a big show tomorrow, and believe me, I do mean we got a big show. Yeah, so you if you're available you between five and six, five and seven tomorrow, call five one two five four three four six six two. That number again, 512-543-4662. We are back to normal, back with a regular number, back with regular format and everything. So come on aboard. Yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely, you're going to be doing big things. That phone number again is 512-543-4662. And that's the Enhanced Sports Show. And we will be your, and we will be your home for the Summer Olympics. Yeah, the Summer Olympics, that's right. Just got started, too. And that's Eastern Standard Time Zone between 5 and 7 p.m. tomorrow. And definitely, so you got the Olympics going on. Any predictions you have for the Olympics? Well, it's too soon to tell. I mean, there's too many events to mention. You know, there's like uh, 430 events, so it's kind of hard. I do think the uh, Team USA basketball has found their um, Found their stride, and I think they're going to do well in this tournament. Uh, the the uh, gymnastics looks promising. Um, I'm a little worried about our women's soccer team right now. You know, they've lost the opening game to Sweden. But then again, Sweden has always been a problem on their side. So um, that's uh, one thing we'll have to mention as, um, you know, will they have it to um, make it all the way? Because they just came off a very impressive uh, unbeaten streak before this uh, loss on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, that was a little bit of a shock that they would lose so quickly, but you're you're right, and you almost think that the women's team is going to just continue to always win, but you're right. And, uh, oh, yeah, also cover, speaking of soccer, um, I don't know if anybody's paying attention to it really, but I've been following the Gold Cup uh, tournament that's been going on uh, the last uh, couple of weeks, and the U.S. team was off to a great start. They're headed to the knockout round. We'll see if they can hold up. Yes, I do yeah. follow soccer too, folks. Wow. So you got a big show there, so he's going to make up for We a do, long we time. do. Remember when July was a quiet month? In, I'll put this one to you, Alan. Remember when July was the quietest month in the sports year? Not this year. Yeah. Yeah. I nope. know you got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. July used to be the quiet part of the sports season. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, <laughs> a lot of quiet things. This year, uh, no. Yeah, big month, big month. Should be big a month, time. biggest I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a huge, huge, huge month in July. So yeah, you got yeah. a show, a big time show there. Again, that phone number is five one two five four three four six six two. The enhanced sports show from five to seven Eastern Standard Time Zone. He's gonna, he's gonna give us a great, great show. So I, I'm well, definitely I hope so. Oh yeah, you're gonna do a great job, like always. Yeah. I just don't have time to cover it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yeah>. the downside. <laughs> That's awesome. That's always incredible. You know, because so, you know you got so much to cover, but you only got two hours to do it. But then he's going to be like, hey, you forgot yep. this, you forgot that. Hey, look, guys, I'm on a time schedule here. 
As much as I like to do it all, uh, sometimes you can't do it all. That's right. You know, time moves by fast, and you know, especially when you get into those great topics like you have lined up. Time just but we do the best fast. we can. Yeah, that's the only yeah, I because mean, you know stuff. we also have the um, you know, and you know the drafts. I mean, you know, the hockey draft is late, of course. And she, she, I wonder why. He says sarcastically. Uh, I do know why. <laughs> but um, and the basketball draft is next week, so next week we're covering that. Wow. Yeah. So and then before you know yeah. it, it's already over, and something new is going to come out. And then the dodgeball draft, That's and then right. the dodgeball draft two weeks after that. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just so I could slip one by. <laughs> yeah. So you got some great things coming up. Yeah, hey, I can stream these too. Ooh, nice. I can stream these events. Yeah. Yeah. So, so whatever I don't like on the main channel, I can always switch over to the other channels and I can stream it online too. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. So. My technology is a wonderful thing. Sure is, sure is. Yes. That's a good, great show. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, Lou, I appreciate you giving us a call in today. Let us know. I have time. Doing. Yeah, so it's always, always a pleasure to hear from Lou, one of our regular callers, and he's got the great show that's happening tomorrow. So make sure you definitely don't, you don't sleep on him. You, you don't forget him. He's going to have a great show for you lined up. And hopefully you, call, you guys call in, too. Okay, yeah. I, I definitely will do my best calling tomorrow through your show. If I don't make it in tomorrow, then I'll definitely be calling next week. Because I think... Uh, Good, because we'll, we'll be just as crowded then as well with the with uh, items. Yeah, so uh, you have no worries. Yeah. If I don't call in tomorrow, I'll, I'll definitely call in the week after. Because... Uh, Believe it or not, the kids want to see Space Jam 2 again. <laughs> see? That's how good that movie was. In the today. theater or HBO Max? In the theater. In the theater. Uh, yeah, they they loved it. Did I, I, just, give, did I just give a shameless plug? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, they loved it. I think I just gave a shameless plug. Oh, dear. <laughs> so it, it should be... Uh, this will be stricken for the record, folks. <laughs> yeah, so uh, definitely. Let me know if you haven't seen it already. Let me know what you think of Space Jam Two when you get your when you get a chance to watch it by next week. If probably not. I mean, I have to wait till it comes on regular HBO or whatnot. But uh, I can already tell that this is not. You cannot compare Space Jam 1996 to Space Jam of now. Yeah, it's very different. Very, very different movie. Just uh, well, the animation is different itself. I mean, you know, it's it's all you know. Uh, what do they call that now? Uh, CEG or whatever, whatever it is uh, that kind of animation now. Give me the old-fashioned type of animation before the two thousands came. Right, right. So it's, it's definitely different. Give me that. It's not the same. You know, uh, I mean, I, I, it's it's actually pretty good. I, I thought it was a, a very good movie. But I mean, when we when we when we think about it, the last time the Looney Tunes did this, I mean, they had the old-fashioned animation when they had Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and they had Disney and Looney Tunes together. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's yeah. the last time I remember with a speech impediment. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely so I would recommend it. So I'll let you mm-hmm. I'll let you watch it and let me know what you think. Well, if I get a chance, but I highly doubt it. Okay. Because every time I try to stream HBO Max, no luck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. If yeah. I ever do come across it, though, I will let you know. Okay. We'll do. I look forward to it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. All right, Lou. So definitely in the meantime, you have a, a great weekend. I will, Alan, and say hello to your uh, partner. I will. I definitely will. I appreciate that. And say best regards to you and your family and everybody on your show. All right, Alan. Thanks. Uh, You're welcome. Have a great weekend, Lou. Thanks for calling. Yes, that's our great caller, Lou. And I'm glad to hear from him. We've got a lot more going on on the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. You know, I'm definitely going to do that. There is a little technical glitch that I do have here. I'm going to square away for you guys. So you are going to hear about a minute or two of silence, but I will return on the Allen & Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Again, just take a little pause on the Allen & Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, and I'll be right back. <laughs> Back with the Allen and Aaron Sports Circuit Radio Show. Sorry about the delay. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys waiting. Had a little technical glitch. Had to take care. But we're back in action now. And we're going to go ahead and switch gears now and talk a little bit about Major League Baseball and the Cleveland Indians. Well, I shake it and say the Cleveland Indians. I should uh, bite my tongue for that one. It's now the Cleveland Guardians. So, yes, they changed their name from the Cleveland Indians to the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> you know what? It's a good thing, I believe, that they did went ahead and changed the name midseason to kind of get it done with. You know, the thing about it is these names, I know that some people are like, oh, it's okay. You should have just kept the name. should have kept the name. Here's the bottom line. This is what I have to say about that. The name, unfortunately, whether you like it or not, is a derogatory term. Calling somebody Indian or Redskin, 
it's negative, and it's a derogatory term. You can put a sweetener on it or not, <clears throat> but the fact is somebody or a group of people are getting offended by it, and that's the true reality of the situation. Indians, Redskins. <clears throat> so if you have a population of people that are offended by your name, you know what? It may not be flattery. It may not be cheap. <clears throat> it might be a de- definitely inconvenient to you, but you got to take it seriously and consider changing your name. The Cleveland Indians, you understand, that name is offensive. And the chop-in. And believe me and you, I like the Indians. Well, you know, Cleveland Guardians now. We're going to call them as Cleveland Guardians from this point on. I like the Cleveland Guardians and what they were prior to the name change. But the thing about it is, you know, those things are offensive to people. And it's good that the league saw this. I know that it took a long time for them to come around and change it. But I'm glad they did. You know what? Kudos to the Cleveland and Cleveland organization for changing their name. <laughs> you know what? It's like this. Just get it done. In fact, I like that name, the Cleveland Guardians. I think it sounds very, very good. Look how easy that was. They changed it from something that was derogatory and offensive to something that sounds actually pretty good. Cleveland Guardians. I've gotten used to it. The logo's a little different, but it's, it is, to me, it looks pretty cool. You know, nowadays, the uniforms are now looking more high-tech and cool, so a name change is not a bad idea to go ahead and rebrand yourself, give yourself a refresher. <clears throat> I'm all for it. I, I think that's where the Rays really took off. In my opinion, when they were called the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, just like they said when they made a statement when they changed the name to the Rays, Devil Rays has, the devil basically they said, has a, a negative derogatory term to it and a connotation to it, the word devil. They changed the name. The team took off. That was that. That is very evident. They went to the World Series, like within changing their name. The next season, you know, it makes a difference. Where they never got even close to making it to the World, the, you know, the playoffs, let alone the World Series. <clears throat> but a name change, a refresher, Tampa Bay Rays, sounds really good. You know. No negative connotation, hence the team does really well. I think the same thing is going to happen to the Indians. <clears throat> well, Guardians, I got to get used to it. But, yes, the Guardians. I think the same thing is going to happen to the Guardians. They're going to change the name, have a great season. These things usually bode very positively for the team that does change the name in most cases. So I cannot be more proud of the Cleveland organization for changing their name. I applaud it. I think they did the right thing. And, you know, what are the news in the NFL? The Bucks, they went ahead and got their Super Bowl rings. 
You know what? I've seen a lot of Super Bowl rings. In fact, I went to NFL Experience when it was here during the Super Bowl. If you haven't been to the NFL Experience and the Super Bowl is in your town, go ahead and go to it. Whether you have kids or you want to bring a buddy, girlfriend, a significant other, I'd recommend going to the NFL Experience. It's really cool, especially if the NFL Super Bowl is in your, in your town. That's exactly what happened to myself with the Bucks. You know, they were playing here. Went to the NFL Experience. Fantastic experience. One of the cool exhibits that they have at the NFL Experience is they show, they had a, a showcase of all of the Super Bowl rings from every team. They had not just a, a copy, they had the actual Super Bowl ring from every team in every year, and you got a chance to see them. But I saw the, the Bucks ring, and let me tell you, that thing is absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. And the thing about it, which is really cool, is the amount of details. 316 diamonds in it. Also, the cool thing about it is you can take the top of the part of the ring off. Underneath that is a replica, check this out, of the Bucks Stadium in the ring. And the reason why, and then also on the other flap of it, it says history, it's historic, because the Bucks were the very first team to play a play a home at Super Bowl at home and two won a Super Bowl in their home stadium, something that's never been done before. That ring is gorgeous, and you got to check it out. It was being tweeted and on Instagram all day today. You know, it's kind of <laughs> it was kind of weird because they're handing out on Wednesday, and on Monday, I believe it was, or Tuesday, I was in Ebor City, had my wife. But I just waited to Wednesday. I probably ran into some players because a lot of them went to Ebor after the ceremony which is really cool. So congratulations to the Bucks getting a ring. Congratulations to Tampa Bay. You know, just getting the ring is a combination of, you know, that that they won the Super Bowl. It's like a reminder again. But do I think the Bucks can win another Super Bowl, just like uh, the Stanley Cup? That's another thing that I noticed when I went to uh, hang out this, work, this week in Riverwalk is that there's a lot of, still a lot of Colts banners, that they went ahead and and repeated because it was right by where they had the parade. So a lot of great banners downtown. And I said to myself, it would be really cool if the Bucks can do it again. And you know what? I think the Bucks have a very good shot to do it again. I think it's going to be the typical usual suspect. I think Kansas City is a team they're going to have to look out for. If Lou is correct and and Green Bay do bring back Aaron Rodgers. I think that's a team you have to keep an eye out for. I definitely do think those are going to be the teams. And if, you know, I just think those two teams right there are the teams that you're going to have to really keep an eye out. Outside of that, I think the Bucks have a very good chance. I don't, I don't see – the Saints being quite as good as they were in the past. I think they're going to be a very good team, but 
without Drew Brees, I, I just don't see them being a better team. So I think I think the Bucks have the advantage there. So I, I definitely think if Lamar Jackson is playing, you also want to kind of keep out for him too and his team. But outside of that, I, I think the biggest nemesis is going to be Kansas City. I think if they can find a way to beat them again with solid defense like they did, I think they can be back. And I, I really hope they do get another ring because, you know, like Tom Brady said, the best ring is your next ring. And he's already has a mentality of going for a number two. I hope the players, they don't get too comfortable and lax. I, I do worry about that. They definitely celebrated hard, but I, I just hope that this ring and ceremony motivates them even more to get another ring because if you start – kind of basking in your success. You made history. You won at home. You dominated in the Super Bowl. And I don't I don't think it was as big of a shutout as people say it was. I think it still was a very close game because if Kansas City maybe does put it in the end zone, the game's a lot closer. And I even though the score was thirty one to nine, I still felt as if it was a closer game than that. So the Bucks got to stay focused if they want to get another ring. They can celebrate for this week, but then they got to switch gears mentally and say, you know what? We're starting at 0-0. What happened last year is in the past. We got our ring, but if every team is going to come out there and give you your best. They're going to, you understand, every single team is going to look at you as the benchmark of how good they are. So you can't slip and you can't rely on the past success. You're really hungry and focused, which I believe Tom Brady and crew will be. That's what you need to focus on. And and I really hope that they do what the Stanley Cup champions, what the Bolts did, and they repeat. So my answer to that is yes, they can repeat, but it won't be easy to do it. And I I just think they got to stay the course and, and get yourself another ring. I think they're, they're going to be the favorites, but I think they can do it. It's to be determined if they will do it. It's really up to them on switching gears and, and finding that, that gear and staying hungry. But uh, big shout-out, big thank you to Nadama Kinsu. Nadama Kinsu, big shout-out to him. He uh, liked one of my tweets during this week, so big shout-out to Nadama Kinsu. To check that tweet out on Twitter, but to give you a gist of it, you know, um, Madonna Kinsu, he's had the distinct pleasure of meeting Warren Buffett several times, becoming very good friends with him, and he tweeted about that experience, and I did see that Becky Quick was in the background, so he obviously met her too. You know, I consider myself very, very unique and special in that regard and really honored and blessed that I have met Warren Buffett several times. You can check that pictures on the tweet as well as Becky Quick. And it was just good to kind of dig out the pictures and reminisce of how great things were for me to meet Warren Buffett. It's something I'll never forget. And it's it's definitely a remarkable experience. So thank you, Dominican Sue, for for liking the tweet. It really means a lot to me, and uh, hopefully I can – go to Nebraska and meet uh, Warren Buffett again. (laughs) 
Yeah, so definitely thought for that. And I know Lou touched on this about Aaron Rodgers. I to follow up on that, I know uh, Aaron will be back next week, so we'll get more of his thought on it. But I, I think I'd be surprised if Aaron doesn't come back. I, I think I, I do think this much though. If he doesn't come back, I think he's making a mistake. I think uh, he's making a big mistake. Yes, you may not be happy the way things have gone, but if they're basically telling you that you're going to come back for not only more money, they're going to actually start you over love. You know what? That's a hard offer not to take. I think that's that's a deal you kind of have to take because that's going to be a best-case scenario, in my opinion, to win a Super Bowl is sticking with Green Bay. Because if you go to another team, you're still going to be Aaron Rodgers, going to be the man, but they got to the team has to learn you, and you have to learn the team. That takes a takes some time. I know Tom did it in a year, but it wasn't easy. And Tom kind of had already the team in place prior to training camp. So he was already made the decision. He was already knew what he was doing and what he had to get done to win the championship. Still wasn't easy. But now training camp is open. It's kind of be you're going to be really behind the eight ball. It's like showing up to to school, missing the first day of school. Like nothing's going to replace that. And I don't see that voting well. So, you know what, Aaron? If they're going to give you a chance to play and give you all that money, I think why not? You know, go ahead. That's your best opportunity. So, I'll let you decide, Aaron. I'll get uh, Aaron's. I'll get Aaron's thought on Aaron Rodgers more so next week, but definitely. So we covered a lot, and the only thing I wanted to talk about and really in boxing is, as of right now, I am still picking Manny to win the fight against Errol. I know that is not something that's popular, but I am picking Manny as of right now to win that fight. I did say Errol when it first was announced, but now that I've got new information, Booger McFarlane says, if you got new information, you're allowed to change your mind. Between the time they announced it to this point here, they did make some changes, so I'm going to go ahead and pick Paul now. And our Sports Talk Radio Show. Hey, what's going on? This is Cody Boyer. Hey, how you doing, Cody? Doing great. Hey, I didn't know if, if we were going to talk some football tonight. Oh, absolutely. Yes. In fact, that's what we were just talking about. We are talking football. Wanted to get your thoughts on on the NFL season that's going to come up. Do you think uh, the Bucs well, have a I'm chance? in Pittsburgh. I'm a big Steeler fan. I didn't know if you saw the Melvin Ingram signing. No, I missed it. Definitely let us know about that. No, they signed him. I think it's a really good signing, signing this veteran pass rusher that's been above average and a pro bowler. And he was in Pittsburgh, and we actually met him on the at the bar that night. He's actually a man of the people. Wow. That's awesome. So you were just down in like Pittsburgh? We were doing drinks, taking shots with him, and then and then I, I we went to the bathroom, and then I sucked his cock. Great big checker. <laughs> Well, so that's a good thing that they went ahead and signed them. So that's your team, Pittsburgh? Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's What's awesome, that? Man. So you, you think they're going to have a better season this year? I hope so, man, if I can help produce. Uh, unfortunately, we lost the call there. But, you know, anytime you wish to call back, it's 516-418-5572. And it's 516-418-5572. And, uh, you know, on behalf of our listeners, sorry about the, the language there. But, you know what? We're glad to get callers here on the Allen and Aaron Sportsnet Radio Show. Definitely appreciate you guys. Appreciate your thoughts. You know, that's a, that's a big signing that, that came up. And, and I did want to follow up on the boxing, too, is that uh, I did want to mention that I didn't agree. I did not agree with the decision. I thought that Castano did win the fight. I did think he did go ahead and beat Charlo. I didn't see it being a draw. I know that they called it a draw. But this is some of the times, you know, I kind of got more of a tolerance to it because I watch a lot of boxing. These are some of the frustrating things that happen in boxing that they call draws that shouldn't be. And to me, it was clear that Castano won that fight. So I know people are talking about it a lot this week. I didn't agree with the 117 to 111 score that that uh, one of the judges had. You know, to me, it was it was actually a pretty clear fight to to judge. And I had Castano winning the fight in a near and a close victory. I did think Charlo did hurt him a couple times, and it was a very competitive fight. But at the end of the day, I do believe that Castano won that fight. I, I think it was a close win for Castano. He he won the fight, almost like similar to Pacquiao and Thurman fight. You know, we had Keith Thurman on show, and I, you know I love. Manny Pacquiao, I love Keith Thurman. I think they're great at what they do, but well, I kind of like what Keith said and what I looked at it as. I had Manny winning that, that fight by a point, maybe two at most. That's it. Point, po- possibly two. That's all. But Manny did win the fight. And I look at that Castano Charlo fight kind of like that. It was a very close fight, but I did have Castano winning the fight by a point, maybe two. So, at the end of the day, it it wasn't fair. I know a lot of people talk about it during the week. So, those are my thoughts that Cathano should have been the unified, uh, should have been undisputed, I should say. And he should, well, actually unified all the belts. You know, he should have been walking out with four belts instead of walking out with the one belt he had. And I felt Charlo got a gift. And you know, that was my thoughts on that, on that fight. To, to add to that, I did see the Bud Crawford tweet saying that, you know, he should keep trying. That this is the reason why Charlo is not on the pound-for-pound list. I thought that was kind of a low blow on Bud's behalf. I, I did think he took a shot at Charlo that was unwarranted, and it wasn't cool because, you know what? Charlotte does deserve to be, prior to this fight and right now, even after the fight, I still think Charlotte belongs to be on that pound-for-pound list. He is definitely, in my opinion, one of the pound-for-pound better fighters in this in this division. Whether you love him or loathe him, he is. 
So I agree with with Shallow in that, and I disagree with with Bud. Look, <clears throat> Shallow's fighting the best in 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 his division. He's not backing down, and I knew because we were in the press conference here at the Allen and Adams Sports Talk Radio Show. I knew it was not going to be an easy fight for Shallow or Castano. I knew it was going to be a tough fight. I know a lot of people thought it was going to be a wash and a knockout with Shallow. I said no. I thought it was going to be a very close fight, and I thought Castano was going to win in a very close fight. And just like I predicted, he, in my opinion, did win in a very close fight. But for Bud to take shots at Charlo for not being a pound-for-pound list, to me, that's, that's not cool. Because to me, I think Bud should not be on the pound-for-pound list because you're going by who he fought in the past, not who he's fought in the last four to five years. Who he's fought in the last four to five years is nobody in the top five at the 147 weight class. Okay, you beat Jeff Horn, who in my opinion lost to Pacquiao, but you beat Jeff Horn, and you beat Kel Brook, who is a very tough kid, but the time that you beat him, you didn't beat Kel Brook at his prime. You beat Kel Brook when he, his better days of boxing were past him. You know, saying he was not the same Kel Brook that we come to know. You know, <clears throat> Kel Brook, in my opinion, really started body-wise to go down after he fought Errol Spence, who broke his eye socket, and Kel Brook has, was damaged goods. So you beat a guy, Kel Brook was in the top 10, not in the top five. That's who you beat. When you beat the best in your division, it's going to be close fights. It's going to be very close fights. You might win slightly. You, you know, you might win a fight, but it's going to be a close decision for you, and you might lose a fight, and it's going to be a close decision against you or draw. But the bottom line is you're fighting the best of the best, and you can't take that away from Charlo. He, he fought who was a, a very tough kid. Charlo did say himself during the press conference that we were in here at the Allen and Sports Talk Radio Show that he knew – that Castano was going to give him a tough run for his money. And he still went in the line dead and he fought him. You know what? I give Shaw a lot of credit. He knew it wasn't going to be easy. In fact, Shaw is one of those type of guys that would love to bully his opponent prior to the fight. He did not do that at all. Very, very complimentary of Castano. Gave him a lot of respect. Did not say one negative thing about him. So, to me, Bud is just you know, throwing stones and living in a glass house. You haven't fought anybody. And you, they just announced that this WBO that you have a mandatory within 30 days to sign, you know what? It's not going to happen. That's my, my fault. I believe it when I see it. I feel Bud is going to weasel his way out of this deal again and not fight Sean Porter. That's my honest feeling. He's going to weasel his way out of it. His contract is going to end soon with top rank. I believe in September, October, you know, it's one of those two months, real close, and he's going to weasel his way out of the deal and not fight, and then get a new promoter, and then use that as an excuse. I, I, I believe when I see it, I don't see Sean Porter fighting Bud, and it's not because of Sean Porter, in my opinion. I feel as if Bud really doesn't want to fight him, so they're going to make unrealistic terms and make it so that Sean Porter doesn't want to take the fight, and I, I don't see this fight happening. It's more so Bud's side than it is 
Sean Porter. To me, Bud is, is a chicken. He don't want to fight anybody in the top of the 147 weight class. I had Keith Thurman on here, and Keith Thurman called him out. I even tweeted a few times, hey, why don't you fight the guy? Me and Bud fight Keith. Not going to happen. Just like this fight's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it's my opinion. I don't see it happening. I know that the fans want to see it, and I would love to see it. I just feel as if Bud's going to do what he does best and, and just weaves his way out of it, not fight him, and that's going to be how it's going to go. He'll retire in a couple of years and get his uh, Hall of Fame thing, not fighting anybody really, really competitive, and they say he's the GOAT, whatever. But that's why I, why I look at it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that, that you guys can understand where I'm coming from. If you don't, please let me know. 516-418-5572. 516-418-5572. But, yeah, those are my thoughts on the boxing world and giving you that tidbit. And definitely want to say to you guys, if you haven't seen Space Jam 2, congratulations to LeBron James. Definitely go check out Space Jam 2. I saw it. It's a very good movie. Great time for the kids. And remember, it is a kid movie, so it is geared for kids, not adults. So having said that, I want to thank all my callers. I want to thank Lou. His name was Cody, who called in, and he said it real fast. But Cody and Lou, thank you so much for giving us a call in today on a Friday night here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. We'll be back again next Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. Aaron should be back on the show. I'll be here. I'm Allen. we got a lot coming up this week. We're still working hard to get you guys some guests. I have an event later in August, that is. Yep, getting to August real soon, where I'm going to be going to Celebrity Golf Tournament. I'll give you guys some insight on that, too. So please follow us on uh, like our pages today on Facebook. Follow us on iHeartRadio to keep up to date. And we appreciate you guys so much for listening, tuning in, giving us your comments. And uh, save that number, 516-418-5572, anytime you want to join us on the show. Really appreciate you guys calling in this week. Hope you have a, a blessed weekend. Be safe out there. And definitely take good care of yourself. We're signing off here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Creator Show. This is Allen. You have a blessed weekend. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Evan and Aaron Sports Talk Podcast. Subscribe and check us out on your favorite social media platform. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.